This is Kim Paris Upshaw, and this is the Silent Women's Club podcast for Tuesday, December 15th, 2020. It's almost the end of 2020. I don't know about you, but it can't come fast enough. And it's funny, yesterday I was in a class and I mentioned um, that a couple weeks ago after my infusion, I had a side effect and I mentioned it here. Um, I was one in four with the side effect. And I mentioned it in a class last night and my professor made a comment about the fact that through everything that's been going on with me this year, I never lamented and I never asked for extensions, made excuses or anything throughout the semester. And it's interesting because I got really emotional when my professor said that because um, it's not that it hasn't been hard, especially seeing what I looked like before this year and comparing what I've what I look like now. Um, and as you know, my thyroid disease has just really taken a toll on me. Um, and to have someone say, you didn't use it to make excuses. Um, it, it just brought about a bunch of emotions that I didn't even know I had about all of this. And I've never released. Um, a little funny because it was a class. So here I am cl- crying in front of my classmates. But Um, I appreciated that. And what it said to me was that I need more help than I give myself permission to ask for. And we often do that, especially mothers, especially mothers who've lost children because we don't want other people to worry about us. We don't want um, our loss to be everybody else's loss. We don't want to bring it to everyone else and make them have to carry the burden of what we think we've, is our fault. Um, I, I had a mother, there's a mother I know whose child has autism and she was talking about genetic testing and concerned about having another child because it's her fault that her child has autism. And I thought about her and so many of us moms who we think it's our fault and we carry that fault, that guilt, that shame, that cloud over us and it permeates everything we do. And a lot of us have pushed it to Um, I'll use a car analogy that was part of a a presentation I was in yesterday, involved in yesterday. We push it to the back seat of our cars. You know what I mean about all the stuff you throw in the back seat? Or we put it in the trunk. It's in there. We carry it with us. But we have it in the trunk, so we don't have to see it, but we know it's there. It's kind of like a crutch. And when something happens, we go back there and pull it out. Right. Um, And that 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 fault, that blaming ourselves, it it sits under the surface in the trunk, in the back seat. But it comes out 
at times. And so last night when she said that, my professor said that, it it really brought a lot of emotion, Um, mostly for me because I was seen. Because everything I've been through this year, she let me know that somebody saw it. And even though I wasn't making excuses for it, the hard work was seen. And so this morning, my sister sent me a flyer for a um, an organization that wants to recognize women for what they've been through this year. And they're giving beauty bundles to um, women. And, and my sister suggested that I submit. And I thought about it and I was like, how am I going to write about myself? I struggle sometimes on this podcast talking about what I'm feeling and myself. Um, one of the things that I just so appreciate Whitney Elise for is how she has helped with this podcast and um, our social media by the times that she will put things out about either what I'm doing or um, Sunshine and Daniel, Seeking Grace and Lost Motherhood, the book, uh, reminding you to, uh, you know, reach out, think about buying the book if you haven't already or pick it up and read it and maybe let it encourage you. Um, Putting words of encouragement out, you know, quotes from the book. Whitney's great at doing that because I'm not. I'm not great about talking about what I've been through um, and I'm not great at sharing it or even recognizing it, which is what I have started the Silent Women's Club for so that I can recognize you and I have a hard time doing it for myself. So when I got this um, survival story um, recognition, um, we'll say, I decided I'm going to go ahead and write something. You know, this was very hard for me, but I'm going to share it with you. And I want to encourage you to write to do this because it was eye opening for me. So I'm going to share mine. Hopefully some of you will share yours with me, but I'm sharing mine. Um, And even if you don't share it with with us here at the Silent Women's Club, Or if you don't share it with anyone else, please take the time to write it because I think it's important for you to see what you've done this year. So mine says on February 21st, 2020, I turned 53. On February 22nd, 2020, I was hospitalized. My body started to go into thyroid storm. The Graves' disease that had been under control for 18 years decided to take a different turn in my body and stop responding to medication. As the small butterfly-shaped thyroid gland in my neck began to grow to grotesque proportions, my weight dropped more than 30 pounds. None of my clothes fit. My coworkers were concerned. Though my loctician did not notice, I noticed changes in my hair. It was thinning. In fact, the elbow-length luscious locks that I had cultivated for more than seven years began to bald. In the hospital, I slept overnight in the ER because the patient rooms were filling up with flu patients. It turned out COVID-19 was beginning to take over. 
As a result of that hospital stay, my medication levels were changed and I was placed on a heart medication to control the rapid heartbeat that often accompanies Graves' disease. Within a week of my discharge, I was back in the hospital after I passed out at my primary care physician's office. My blood pressure was 80 over 40. It was then I was advised that my thyroid continued to grow and had to be removed in the middle of a pandemic. Yet, though at my frailest, weakest point of this journey, after five years of ministry preparation, I somehow managed to preach my initial sermon at my church literally hours after being released from the hospital. My sermon title was, Look Up, Get Up, and Don't Ever Give Up. Funny, I didn't know it at the time, but that would be the theme of this rest of this year. I had surgery to remove my thyroid on May 15, 2020. I thought that would be the end of my thyroid problems. Little did I know that the journey wasn't over. My hair continued to fall out. I shaved my head. Then noticed my eyesight was starting to become challenged when looking up. I would see double. I mentioned it to my PCP who immediately sent me to an ophthalmologist. I was diagnosed with the beginning stages of thyroid eye disease or TED. As I started to gain a lot of weight, my eyes started swelling beyond recognition, protruding outside the sockets and itch. The double vision worsened and I could no longer drive. Fortunately, however, I've started a new FDA approved eight round infusion therapy that is working. The side effects of the drug are sometimes painfully debilitating, but I have been blessed to still have my job as a university BP, broadcast a podcast for mothers who've lost children, and maintain a good GPA at seminary as I prepare to graduate with a Master's of Divinity degree in May 2021. I am bruised, but not utterly broken. I praise God for my story and hope it encourages someone to know you are stronger than you think. Moms, you are stronger than you think. Please share your story. If you don't share it with the world, share it with yourself because you need to hear your story. You are wonderful. Be well, be blessed, and trust the Savior.